And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Woof. Huh. If if you're listening to this, if you still haven't exhaled from last night, go ahead, breathe. They finally did it. They finally closed out the series. They're playing in the Stanley Cup Finals. You already know what it is. Lightning won two one last night in OT in dramatic fashion. Uh, as they almost normally always do. <laughs> um, I have to say that game was a lot more difficult than I would have thought it was going to be. Uh, wow, just, just unbelievable game. Great series. Just I, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious uh, uh, how many of you Lightning fans, uh, yours included, uh, did not go to sleep last night afterwards. I was just up all night tossing and turning. It was one of those situations where you just, it was unbelievable that they, they actually did it. You really, I thought, and I know you guys are going to make, are going to feel like I, you know, am kind of a negative individual by this. But I mean, if you're a usual listener to this show, you know that I always carry the, the kind of attitude with this Lightning's team is hope for the best, expect the worst. And oh man, it was it was definitely there wasn't even any kind of there wasn't any kind of feeling going into into last night's game that they were going to be able to pull this off. Uh, even with Braden Point, it did make things feel a little better in terms of their chances. But I have to say that uh, you know, stick taps to the Islanders, man. They they did not shy away from the challenge of having Braden Point back skating towards them on the ice they 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 went up to him full you know full force uh pretty much they limited most of his chances uh, which made the the defense really the, the defensemen really you know go have to contribute a lot more um if you look at the stats from last night just uh you know just talking about point briefly he didn't have any points, four shots. Uh, I thought he looked very good last night. I didn't think that he was being held back by any injury or any ailments that were bothering him the last couple of games in which he missed. But um, still having him out there definitely opened things up for this team. Uh, definitely opened up the door somewhat for other players to, to succeed. Um, but yeah, just want to go back and discuss real quick. The defensemen were really active last night. Uh, I'm just going to list off some of these shots on goal for the defensemen. Luke Shen, four shots. Shattenkirk, four shots. Bogosian, three shots. Hedman, six shots. Chernak, four shots. Sergachev, two shots. McDonough didn't have any shots last night, but he had two blocks. But that was – it was a good sight to see that they were also attacking from – uh, from the high slot slash the blue line. So that was a good thing to see there. 
uh, that the Lightning were kind of changing it up. Usually in games past, throughout this whole series, they've been, I guess you could say, somewhat relying on Victor Hedman solely from the defenseman part to be doing, you know, step up in the offensive category. Now, Victor Hedman uh, scored the first Lightning goal last night, ninth goal of the playoffs. He's just having an insane run right now. Definitely in the top three um, conversation for the Lightning in terms of Conn Smythe trophies candidates. As for the whole picture, I would have to say maybe Vasilevsky played himself into probably the front runner last night. And I know that might seem like a little controversial, but uh, 26 saves on 27 shots last night. Um, he was just, I, I mean, he needed to play this way in order for the Lightning to be have a chance to win they've just been I felt like as the series went on and of course they their performance kind of declined um we saw it you know it was it was clearly obvious from game one um them winning 8-2 throughout that whole series uh in, in the first game and then you just kind of saw things slowly change even though the lightning were you know they were up at 1.31 I mean, let's look at the games just score by score. 8-2, obviously. Game 2, 2-1 Lightning. Game 3, 5-3. That was the first game in which uh, Lightning were without Braden Point. Game 4, Lightning win 4-1. Game 5, Lightning lose 2-1 in double OT. Um, and what, what does that all say? Now, that says that the Lightning were... And we spoke about it on past shows. The Lightning were not getting that secondary scoring. They weren't getting that that contribution, that much-needed contribution from their death players. Um, and I've made it a point on the last couple of episodes to specifically criticize those players. Now, you know, guys like Tyler Johnson, Alex Kalorn. Cedric Paquette, Anthony Sorelli, um, and man, Anthony Sorelli, you know, if he was ever going to score, it, boy, they'd come at a good time. Uh, oh my God. I mean, we'll get into all that in just a little bit. But before we get into all that, just remember to like and subscribe to the show. Go ahead, download each episode so you can bring it on the go with you. And go ahead and follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Lightning, as well as go ahead and follow me on Twitter at APDanker, D-E-N-K-E-R. I'll be on there tweeting everything hockey-related, sports-related, Lightning-related. So, the thing that was really frustrating last night to me, even though, you know, the Lightning won, season's over. I mean, for season's over for the Islanders. <laughs> But the frustrating thing to see last night, and the reason why I'm bringing it up, because it is going to be something that we will probably speak about at one point, at one time or another, in this whole upcoming series, Cup Finals, of course, against Dallas. Um, by the way, for those of you who picked Tampa, Dallas, for maybe your pre- playoffs uh, prediction or even preseason prediction kudos to you you are a gambling wizard but 
the thing that was really troubling to me was and you know let's make no mistake about it the stars and the islanders are very similar teams except for the fact that it seems like the stars have a lot more scoring power than the islanders uh the islanders kind of have had this whole scoring by committee kind of thing going on throughout this entire series um as opposed to it throughout the the whole kind of until recently the the stars have had basically major contributions from you know most notably Jamie Benn and of course a couple of uh uh young guys which we'll get into on a uh you know I'll do a uh, preview show probably maybe tomorrow maybe we'll be dropping that tomorrow if we can get that out in time for the game for all of you but I mean you look at the just the Islanders whole thing is that uh Devin Toes Devin Taves I don't know why I just pronounced that terribly but we're keeping that in um got the first uh goal for the Islanders but yeah uh the Islanders as you know back to my point about the Islanders and the Stars is that they kind of are a more so reliable they they rely more on their their defense and their goaltending and then um I spoke about this in the beginning of the of the playoffs which uh you know what kind of teams were going to be interesting to watch but um and i spoke about how the stars are kind of like the team that um they kind of just try and suffocate you and just play physical defense just try to frustrate you to where you make a mistake and then that's where they pounce and that's how they score and um that's how the islanders were mostly throughout this entire series but let's talk about the game, and then uh, a little later on we'll talk about the Stars and maybe what to expect. So, obviously going into this game, the Lightning do have Brandon Point. He was a game-time decision up until uh, the teams obviously skated out into the ice. But, um, yeah, the the whole key to this game was you know the Lightning, which they haven't really done in, in a few games or so. Score the first goal, break the seal, really get the momentum, get the get the ice tilted in your favor. Uh, but of course, uh, that didn't happen. Islanders come out, Devon Taves, wrap around uh, to score the first goal. Now this was very smart, smart goal for you know it was he had the wherewithal to to you know kind of fake the shot a little bit, have Vasilevsky overcommit, and then just swing it around on the other side, basically having an open net. Um, shorthand um, and yeah that's it four minutes 15 seconds into the game Islanders are up one nothing lightning fans are starting to panic but the one thing that we've spoken about on this show thus far is how the lightning have been able to respond now um, it cannot be overstated how great Victor Hedman has played how he's really taken the initiative has really turned up his offensive play and and just uh, been super super aggressive um, throughout this entire run he has nine goals now I mean if I would have told you at the beginning of this this whole playoff run that Victor Hedman would have nine goals um, you'd probably laugh at me but last night six shots on goal uh, actually led the team on shots on goal so that that shows you how aggressive he really is and of course he hasn't had to really sacrifice anything on the defensive end I think his uh, with every shift, Victor Hedman's been getting b better and better. So, um, 
I could only imagine how what level he's going to be able to take it up to in the next round. And yeah, he's really going to need to step up. Uh, everybody's going to need to step up. And you know, going into these next couple of periods that we'll be discussing from this game, uh, all the way into OT, the Lightning were really going to not just rely on Victor Hedman. They were really going to have to, you know, step up to the occasion and you know rise to the occasion. And guess what? You know, if you're having trouble rising to the occasion, well, guess what? We got Roman talking about ED isn't is isn't easy usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like i lost my mojo or we avoid it all together with excuses like i had a long day of work or sorry honey i'm just not feeling it but with roman it is easy to talk about with real healthcare professionals who can prescribe real medication it's simple safe and totally discreet with roman you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your home the whole process is straightforward simple and discreet getting started is simple just go to getroman.com xxx and complete an online visit erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle but now there's roman complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it go to roman.com Locked on NHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Getroman.com slash locked on NHL. And when you're done handling all of that, when you when you finally figured out what you need to get you to rise the occasion, rise to the occasion in another way. If you're feeling hungry, go ahead and download DoorDash. Between the never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. You want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone is craving Froyo, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food, the food you're craving, you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be safely out, will left, be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL, that's $5 off your and zero delivery fees on the first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. One more time, don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. So at this point in the game, you know, the Lightning going into the second period are tied, uh, you know, maybe the... I guess the, the panic mode is kind of simmered down now for some Lightning fans. At least, you know, we're even at this point. And, uh, you know, not really much action in the, the second period. Uh, the one thing I can say that was very impressive, um, granted they, you know, the Lightning are just one of those teams that fires off shots upon shots upon shots. Um, and the thing that really impressed me was how able they were to, you know, just ha basically almost have their way with the Islanders in the second period. Um, if you look at the shots on goal throughout this game, um, going into the third period, uh, you know, the Lightning were up 27 to 12. Now, the Islanders, of course, aren't really one of those teams. They're just like the Stars. So if you're kind of looking for a preview as – to what to expect in the Stanley Cup Finals, this series was pretty much it. Except 
Anton Kadobin is probably a way better goaltender than Varlamov, which, you know, that's no shot against Varlamov. That's just the way it is right now. I think Kadobin is a huge, critical part of the Stars' um, success up until this point. So, yeah, the Lightning outshot the, the Islanders 10-6 to in that second period. Um, they won that period. They were just the better team. Um, that was just the fact of the matter. The Lightning were just super aggressive throughout this entire game. Um, and even going into the third, uh, more of the same. The, the Tampa Bay played, you kind of saw it halfway through the second period where the Lightning were starting to play their game, you know, the game that we all know and love, in which... You know, they spread the puck out. They're very aggressive. Uh, uh, getting Creating traffic up front is a huge part of the game, of course. Um, as well as, you know, just trying these, these nifty moves in front to try to, you know, get any space. Um, uh, you know, just trying to punch it in past Varlamov. And, I mean, you got to tip your cap to Varlamov. He played his butt off this entire series and really, really challenged... Uh, the lightning, uh, especially you know when they did have point, it was still you know in, in this game you know um, with point coming back that could have been a maybe a kind of a kind of the kind of game where the Islanders you know they're they're on the verge of elimination and a guy like Braden Point who's been such a critical part of the Lightning's offense comes back and then you know your your team is basically going into it thinking okay we're gonna lose this game no they did not they came out there they they played as if he was any other regular player um he still played well it's not like they shut him down um but they challenged him they challenged everyone and point yeah point had some good uh shots and looks uh here and there throughout the game uh but yeah the, the islanders just really impressed me and i mean they the really the big issue for them this entire series was that like I stated before they they had a goaltender by committee kind of situation I mean not goaltender a goal scorer by committee uh situation and that's not really something that you really want to have um you know most notably Matt Barzell who you know we all know that kind of uh, controversial comparison he drew I believe in game three when Braden Point left due to injury or it was game two and uh, basically, you know, uh, the announcing crew said that uh, Matt Barzell was now the best player on the ice after Brain Point leaving, and Matt Barzell didn't do anything for the Islanders this series. He had, he had he had some assist here and there, didn't score a goal. Uh, he was a non-factor, and that was kind of the thing that was missing for the Islanders. Really, I think if Barzell had a good series, like if he was really at the forefront of the scoring. For the Islanders, that definitely would have opened up a bunch of other opportunities for other players on that New York team, and then that would have been a real problem for the for the Lightning. Um, the one thing, obviously, in this game that was troubling was that the Lightning were on the power play five times and didn't score once, so that's a huge issue there that needs to be figured out. Um, you know, anytime you're on the power play five times and you don't score once, that's you're really setting yourself up for um, a disaster in that situation. Um, you know, I think if they maybe would have cap, you know, this game would have been out of reach if they just maybe had average power play uh, performance out there. Maybe doing, maybe scoring two out of five out there. I think is a reasonable average number. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game's over. There's nothing we could do, but. 
I just think that the Lightning, especially in the upcoming series, I mean, this is the granddaddy of them all. Um, they need to capitalize on, on the power play because, you know, you're not going to get that many chances and you need to capitalize, especially uh, in the playoffs on every little chance you get because you might not be able to get chances like that going forward uh, afterwards, especially against great goaltending that they're going to be facing. And speaking of great goaltending, just can we just take a moment to appreciate Andre Vasilevsky in this one? Uh, he's, he had 26 saves throughout the game, but he the saves he was making was really keeping the lightning in this game. Um, the, he really bailed them out uh, a couple of times, most, most notably uh, the Brock Nelson uh, breakaway on which he forced a turnover. It was... I believe that was Shattenkirk that turned the puck over, and that would have just been a nightmare scenario for all Lightning fans, and I could only imagine what would be said on the internet the next day and Twitter that night in which if the game ended there in OT with Brock Nelson scoring on the breakaway after Shattenkirk for the second game in a row um, has a turnover that turns, has a giveaway that turns into the game-winning goal. So, uh, you know, if, if Shattenkirk's going to ever uh, have, an, have a nice buy a nice present for one of his teammates after this run, he's definitely got to treat Vazzy right, which I know he will. But Vazileski, um, I stated, I kind of teased it at the top of the show. Um, I think after this series, uh, if unless Braden Point, you know, absolutely goes off in the finals, I think Con Smythe winner is going to be Vazileski, um, or if you know Hedman continues just dominating um, on both sides of the ice. I, I, I just I don't see a situation other otherwise in which Vasilevsky doesn't get the Cosmive trophy. I believe he does definitely deserves it. Um, he's been fifty percent of the success that this team has had throughout this whole entire playoffs. Uh, remember he's only twenty five and he's the best goalie in the league and he's proving it on a nightly basis when he's out there. Win or lose. Um you know, other, you know, he's made some mistakes here and there, and he made one last night in which he had a kind of, you know, we spoke about it on past episodes, and I said it wasn't really going to be that big of a deal, and and he ended up bailing himself out of that situation. He turned over the puck. He's been kind of uh, cavalier with his puck handling in terms of, you know, uh, putting himself in precarious situations and think situations in which. Uh, the other team forces the turnover and um that still i feel is something that lightning fans should be on the lookout for uh going into this series because that's the kind of thing um in which that could basically turn a game around i mean that's the kind of thing that could start momentum for a team like the stars um, so uh definitely keep an eye out and be wary of when you know vasileski does have the puck especially behind the net but anyway, so just, let's just head to OT. So the Lightning do draw the power play at the end of third period like they did um, in game five. They they, only, they drew it with fifty three sec, uh, 23 seconds left. So, you know, if they weren't going to be able to close it out in those 23 seconds, the Lightning were going to be starting o- OT with uh, 337 left on the power play. Um, and, of course, they didn't capitalize on that. Like I said before, they went 0 for 5 on the on the power play, which is something that needs to change going forward because, um, you know, it's going to be such an important part of that series, and I don't see either team 
giving any ground. So it's just going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a matter of just taking care and taking advantage of the the opportunities that are given to you, especially the man advantage. So moving on to OT, the goal that basic that won the game and clinched the series that you know everyone's talking about is um, Goodrow sets up Sorelli uh, from behind the net and Sorelli just jams it in. It took a minute or two to figure out that this actually went in, but I've been and I have to say I'm going to take this moment real quick to say that I've trashed. Anthony Sorelli the last two shows I've absolutely trashed him I said he needs to step up he needs to do better um, he, he's the kind of player that we spoke in the beginning of the uh, playoffs with a uh, writer from Fanside at Griffin Youngs um, how he's the kind of player that could turn the game on its head um, in the split in a split second and he, we haven't seen that from Sorelli for the most part in this whole playoff run so for him to do, and I actually, I think I tweeted it out, or maybe it was afterwards, but I, I said that um, if there was ever a good time for Anthony Sorelli to, to come up big, it was definitely that. Or maybe I said that to someone after the game. But regardless, it, it's absolutely true. Uh, if there was ever a time for Sorelli to really, really kind of turn things around for himself, it was this time during the pl- uh, this time in OT to end the series. And uh, what a great game. Uh, great, great wherewithal from Barkley Goodrow. Very underrated pass, uh, having the puck behind the net on. Gretzky's doorstep and just finding Sorelli right there. Um, just unbelievable way to end the series. Not surprising, though. The Lightning have played a ton of OT games. Uh, I believe Doc Emmerich mentioned at one point during, I believe, going into OT or maybe the last couple of seconds or so of the third period of how the Lightning have basically played the equivalent of 20 games throughout this entire stretch because of the, the time played in overtime. So, uh, yeah, and then we'll discuss about, you know, a little bit about the maybe post-game controversy, if you want to call it that. But first, let's talk about our friends at Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Uh, They have 18 amazing flavors, and they just came out with 16. So go ahead and check those out at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious people. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Uh, my favorite flavors, flavor is the toffee almond. Um, I, I, I believe that's the best flavor that they have. Uh, if you don't agree with it, then come fight me. Um, while supplies last, go ahead with your order. You'll, you'll get a free cooler wit purchase. Uh, so go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your next order at BuiltBar.com. So just to end, to wrap up this sort of celebratory show, um, you know, the reason I say that is because, yeah, we're all happy. Finally, we got rid of the, the pesky New York Islanders. But my you know the the job isn't done yet and that's you know i i hate to be kind of somewhat of a party pooper but that's the fact um the lightning still have one more opponent to take care of and that of course is the dallas stars but before they go up against the dallas stars which i firmly believe is a team that is identical to the new york islanders in terms of their playing style goaltender situation is probably a little bit better there um little controversy uh, in the trophy celebration afterwards. Um, obviously, when you win the Eastern Conference, uh, 
um, you you are awarded for those maybe that not know this you are awarded the Prince of Wales trophy now obviously you know teams normally don't like to touch trophies unless it's the Stanley Cup it's bad luck all this and that um I I am kind of a superstitious person in that respect where I feel like don't touch it you know that's not the trophy that you came here to win uh, so just, you know, don't touch the trophy until it's the, you know, it's the one that, you know, obviously you came to win and that's the Stanley cup and Victor Hedman, I <laughs> no no, no hesitation there from Victor Hedman. Um, no, uh, and even all the other guys, uh, that were there on the team, they, they just were, were going for it, which, you know, he said in the post game interview that, you know, he doesn't believe in that stuff. Uh, celebrate the moment while you're in it and yeah i get that um i just i hope it doesn't come back and bite them just because um if it does especially game one that's all everybody's gonna be talking about um now looking towards the stanley cup finals now we saw him on the ice during the celebration uh steven stamkos obviously he was on the ice because he's the captain um he's such a huge part of this team as not only a player but as a leader and I firmly believe that he's going to be playing on on Saturday. I firmly, I I compl- I would be shocked at this point if he doesn't play. I think it's the best time to bring him back. I think that the only situation in which we were going to see Stammer play through this entire run was going to be either in a possibly an elimination game for the Lightning or a a, a Stanley Cup Finals series so i'd be shocked if you know unless he looks like he's in good shape he looks like he's you know the video now i could safely say with the video that came from practice and just his body language and all that stuff and just how everyone's kind of how you know the interview with Kalorn post game with headman all those guys that were talking um just you know when they talk about stamkos I think that they know that you know they're super confident now because not only did they get past the Islanders and they got point back, they're going to have Stammer back for the Stanley Cup Finals, and they almost feel somewhat unbeatable. Now, obviously, that's the kind of attitude that could eventually turn on you, but I don't believe I don't think that's going to happen. I think that you know if I had to have a little preview right now for this series, uh, expect this series to be somewhat more along the lines of what we saw against the Islanders. Uh, I think that it's going to go six or seven, depending on who. I think that it's going to be an interesting series because you're going to see more. I'm going to. It's going to be interesting to see how the contrast and styles, uh, you know, throughout this whole series. The more defensive-minded um, Dallas Stars having a couple of days off. They're you know they they have a couple of hot scores right now. You know the days off. Maybe those guys are going to cool off a little bit. And then, you know, the Lightning, who are basically jumping right back into it, um, and the possibility of them getting, you know, arguably their best player back and their leader, I think that's going to be a big jump start for this team. And so I would expect for game one, if we can't drop a show, which I want to do, uh, maybe we'll do like a short one tomorrow, um, pregame. But if I'm going to predict right now what's going to happen in tomorrow's game, I would expect. Uh, Lightning take game one, two one. This could be a low scoring series. Uh, expect Stammer to come back, and not, I would expect him to be on the third line. I don't think with maybe limited ice time. Expect you know Coop to really not push him back too too quickly. Uh, maybe after game three, depending on how he's played and 
you know, how, you know, he assesses himself if they think that maybe he's he's ready to kind of jump up or I think that they're going to leave him on the third third line or second line. I think they'll put him on the second line cuz you really don't want to mess the third line up. Uh that that's that line has been huge for this Lightning team all playoff long as well as during the regular season. So, uh yeah, this is, you know, let's celebrate it. Listen, I know the we still got work to do. But be happy about this. This was a great series. I think the Lightning are only going to grow from this. They're only going to carry more momentum with them into the Stanley Cup Finals. So um, I'm actually happy that they're not going to be having to wait around longer. They get to jump into it after having a day off. So, yeah, uh, expect Stammer back for game one, possibly second line. Um, Vasilevsky is going to play great. Point will... You know, we'll see how he is if, you know, maybe this is he starts to jumpstart his uh, his performance once again. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you on the next one.